Alright. We're finally live. That was longer than normal. Yeah, I was out late coming back from errands, and once I got home, my power, or my internet cut out, sorry. So that was great. No, I meant the part from when I click start broadcast to actually being live. Oh, that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, yeah. why are we just But yes, like, you were paused. a little late. That's true. Uh, not as late as Nathan, who man, will never be here tonight. Jeez, that guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Nathan won't be joining us tonight. He's working new job, new schedule, so he might be shifting the show around a bit in the future, but we'll keep everyone posted on that. We were talking about PAX East a second ago. Because mm -hmm. that's where I'll be leave... next week. Yeah, you leave on Thursday, you were saying. Yeah, so I have to be ready-ish for the panel and everything by then. <laughs> when again is the panel? Uh, we, there's been some weird scheduling juggling, but we are confirmed for Saturday at, I believe, 3 o'clock. Okay, where is it? Uh, at PAX East. Yeah, but like what theater? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember the theater name. I'll look it up while we're talking about PAX East. All right. But you were saying apparently a lot of companies aren't coming to PAX East. I did not know about this. Uh, What's the word? I don't know. Like, I just a friend of mine who's also going. Uh, he sent me a message saying, <clears throat> Nintendo, Sony, Sega, Konami, EA, and Capcom all aren't going to PAX East. That's those are some like big hitters. I know. That's what I find so weird. However, now that I think about it, though, that's almost kind of like, well, it means a lot more indies or, you know, more percentage of indies. And that's kind of what PAX used to be. Yeah, well, I mean, all those I companies understand. took up giant chunks. So, I mean, it's probably going to be like super empty or spaced out there this year. Or let's just hope they like it, just more space for everyone else. Like now, now all the indies have like three game consoles going at once. Mm. So uh i'm in the we're in the albatross theater from three o'clock to four o'clock on saturday all right cool and it's your uh it's your game show thing right yep throwing controllers cool so do you have like a whole new set of questions are there any repeats uh i'm gonna use ones that weren't used in previous years so those okay. come back but uh all the stuff that's been used is gonna be replaced and there's a new category each year i add a new category Ooh, do, you, do people know what this is, or is it a surprise? It's a surprise for now, because I haven't finished okay. writing it all up, but it might still get tweaked. Sure. All right, all right, cool, cool. Well, definitely good luck. I really like, and I did this last year, that the PAX website streams a lot of their panels online. Mm -hmm. So I can kind of look down the list, and they don't do it for everyone, which would be incredible. I think it's usually but, uh, ones that are in the main theater. I think it's just, yeah, everything that'll be in the main theater will show. Or I think it might be anything that'll be in, like, one like these two theaters. So you kind of have a bit of a choice. Um, so I kind of get to look like, that panel sounds kind of interesting. I'll watch that. And I remember last year just having the laptop running for, like, the entire day just while playing games. And just, like, what's what do they talk about? I don't know. So video games, just background noise, which was definitely kind of cool. Hmm. Um, so I'll probably do something similar this year since I will not be going. Um, but anyway, are you excited? I would be more excited if I didn't have to do the panel. <laughs> well, but that's like, is it is PAX East also four days now, or is that just main PAX? Three days, that's just main PAX. Okay, well you still have, you know, you got your Friday, you got your Sunday. I guess, but I mean, Friday is also, we're recording our next tournament for the Runaway Guys. And so right. really it's just Sunday and Sunday's a half okay. day and everything closes early and I'm probably going to be busy making sure everyone's organized for the flight back. So 
PAX isn't really a vacation for me anymore, is what I'm saying. Right, but that that seems to be the usual when it comes to conventions with you. I guess. Well, like, so like Prime last year was supposed to be my vacation because we didn't have a panel, and then it ended up being the most work I've done at any convention ever, so. I see. You just need to prioritize yourself better. <laughs> but uh, What do you mean prioritize myself better? People write my schedules for me. I'm kind of fucked in that aspect. Oh, do they? Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, oh, usually. Huh. That's interesting. I didn't know that. A little behind the curtain there. Very cool. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing or to hearing about what you played. You'll yep. have to play some cool all, stuff. All, already, I'm sure, two games. <laughs> I already recommended you have to check out whatever Cards Against Humanity is doing because mm-hmm. they have new stuff they're saying. Um, I'll have to check that out to pick up some more stuff myself, too. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If there's new stuff, you got to grab me some. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. I guess uh, this is the top-down perspective. <laughs> yeah, it's just two of us, so we got nothing really to ramble about. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this is uh, April 3rd. It's Thursday, April 3rd. I'm the host this week, Sean Booker. I'm joined with John Wheeler, Yo. as usual. And uh, I d- did you update the doc? Can I even see? Yes, you did. All right. John, mm-hmm. what have you been playing? I finished off Yoshi's New Island. Okay, short game, I understand. Uh-ish, yeah, because I 100%ed it, it obviously took longer, but... Uh, sure. Yeah, still still don't like that game. You still don't like it, you said? No, still don't like it. Okay, that's good, because when we recorded last time, and then you went and you streamed that night, yep. there were so many people being like, it's not that bad, it's not that bad, and then you're, you kind of... You started transitioning from, I don't like that game at all, to, well, I guess it's not the worst, to, like, I guess it's okay. And, like, I remember specifically with the music, it was kind of like, the music of this game sucks. And then by the time I left the stream, mm-hmm. your opinion had switched to, well, I guess the music's fine, except this one part of this one song. So I was half expecting, like, I'm going to come to the show next week, and John's going to be like, I like that game. <laughs> no. Here's the funny thing. Uh, when we talked last about the game, I was, like, in world i think the end of world five Something I, around there. so since then i've played all of world six and finished off the last secret stage all the good music's in world six i think i actually heard like all the good gameplay is also in world six yes i will also agree with that so yes awesome. <laughs> if you play just world six <laughs> no i don't know um the uh, the hidden stage was still a little rough but it was actually easier than the world five one so that was fun. Okay. Like right, you, the World you, 5 one, was that 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 was that the bullet, bullet bill one? juggling one. Right. You were streaming it. I watched you play some of that. Yeah, that was fun. Woo. You're right, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I still don't really recommend the game. I think at its best, it's mediocre. Uh, sure. But, I mean, that's really only in certain points. They're like... Like I said during the stream, and I guess now, like I cooled down for. I, I basically ranted on when we did the podcast last week, and then kind of got that out of my system and like mellowed out a bit during the stream. But um, at its core, like there's still small things that I like that they changed from like the original, like not having 100% the stage completely. You can do it in chunks. Uh, just little things like that. There's still a ton of things I hate, like the metals and stuff like that. The tilt controls are garbage. Just little things like that. But uh, yeah, I don't really. I don't get tilt controls. I never ever want tilt controls. There was. I know there was talk for a while that tilt controls were mandatory, <laughs> like to be included somewhere in any Nintendo-made game. So I don't know. 
Weird. Because even like, like Mar- Mario Luigi's Super or Dream Team had it. Yeah. And I'm I'm just trying to think of like any game ever like that has tilt control stuff. And I'm even on different other consoles and whatnot. And it's like, has there ever been like a part that I thought was great? I guess Kirby Tilt and Tumble because it's just kind of silly. Apart from that, like true, but that was like the f- main focus of the game. When it's the main focus of the game, it's not as big a deal. Like they're designing for that, so sure. But when yeah. it's just like, and there's and this part you tilt, it's like, oh, why? Like, just come on, what? Yeah, like, and I couldn't even imagine like, cause like portable system sounds like. I guess portable system, that's when tilt would work best because the system is portable. But it's like, if I'm walking somewhere or I'm on a bus, mm. I don't want to be tilting that thing ever. Like, Well, I mean, th- at that point, you play a different game or, like... Because, I mean, like, yeah, you're not going to try to pick, like, a motion control-heavy game that you're going to play when you're out in public, usually. Right, but if, I, if it's just a game that's not mainly motion-controlled and then a motion-controlled section comes up, it's just like, oh, crap, now I gotta... Now I'm gonna be the guy on the bus who looks like he's getting way into his game because he's, like, rotating it around. That True. stuff, like... Oh, no, wait, um... Like, the gyroscope kind of stuff on the 3DS with the camera, where it's like, oh, you gotta hold this up to see something. It's like, please don't make me do this Oh, the augmented reality stuff? Yeah. Yeah, where, like, because, like, with Bravely Default, it started out with thought. I was in a train station when that was happening, and it was just like, fuck. I had to, like, face a wall, and it kept making me, like, crouch down and shit, and I was just like, I look like an idiot. I look like a weird guy in the train station right now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, video I don't know. games. Beat it, hundred percent. Done with it. Don't have to play it again. Like I said, mediocre at best. People will try it out anyways. I I don't think you should. I think there are better Yoshi games out there. Get get the original or the GBA version now that's coming out on. Like, or get Donkey Kong. That came out at like the same time. Yeah, but Donkey Kong's not portable, which is the problem. I guess, but like I'm just saying, if you if you're looking for like a new Nintendo game. Donkey Kong came out at the same time. Like, so. yeah, really the only perk this one's got is that it's portable, and even then, not that strong. And, and like, um, both Mario Golf and Kirby come out in a few weeks on the same day. Oh, Those sh- are portable. Th- that's this month, too, isn't it? They come out. Yeah, April now. All right. Sweet. I gotta, so pick, those, go. I gotta pick those up. <clears throat> right, right. Uh, other than Yoshi, I've been playing Minecraft. Okay, and now have you have you played it before, or is this like first time played, or is this kind of like uh, first time getting deep, or I, I maybe played once with uh, some guys we know, Eno, Paul, couple couple of guys like that. They're people we do I do video series with, and did right. not have fun at all. Okay, like I what was your problem? I just didn't like it. I guess I they threw me in without really understanding anything, and they just started doing things like teleporting me around, uh, drop me off pits. Uh, tell okay. me to try to build stuff and I didn't have anything to work with. I just wasn't sure what I was doing. I just wasn't having fun. But uh, the stream, uh, someone set up a server for us, Ham Sandwiches. So uh, my streaming channel has a Minecraft server, dedicated one. Wait, was the person who set it up named Ham Sandwiches or is that your server name? That's his name. Okay. So uh, we've got the server there and I decided I'd, I'd go on and they gave me uh, mod powers and creation powers. So basically I'm in creative mode all the time instead of like normal Minecraft mode, which means I don't have to worry about health. I can fly around uh, any block I break, it breaks immediately and I can put things however I want. 
So now that it's oh, just... is this is this how all those like crazy sculptures in Minecraft get made and they're not being done by like hand? Yeah. It's oh, it's a lot I'm, easier. I'm a degree of magnitude less impressed when I see those now. But yeah, it still takes time to build those, but it's a lot <coughs> honestly it's a lot more fun this way for me. Okay. So like I've I've built like floating a floating castle and a bunch of roller coasters, so have you done any of like the traditional gameplay or is it just this creation stuff just the creation stuff i honest to god have zero interest in the original gameplay all right all right so uh this is just a sandbox game to me now and that's so what like what is it just that the server popped up or is there was there like any interest what prompted this uh yeah one of the guys the guy who runs at ham i usually play payday with him so he was talking about it the other day and i had been on another friend's server for a stream the other day and we were playing and it was a mine z server so it was basically day z in minecraft which was all right so i'm like all right maybe i'll give it another shot so i popped on the server and just tried out stuff and i was having fun okay have you been playing have you are like are you still in it are you gonna play some more or was it just kind of a uh, passing fancy uh the next week's gonna be super busy for me because i have to make sure everything's ready for packs so i'm not gonna be right. on there that much but i have been enjoying it so far okay cool 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 and i guess that was it for you this week yep uh, well, unless you count me actually finally getting level 100 in Payday. Is that is that the end? It used to be. <laughs> then they what? added uh, uh, Infamy, so it's basically the same as prestiging in Call of Duty. Okay, so is that the end for you, or are you still like, playing uh, it? Well, uh, me and a couple other <clears throat> friends are all going to prestige at the same time and go through it again. So. Oh, that's cute. It, it comes with extra... Pr- <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, hey, so best of luck. I recall a time when you said, I'll get to 100 and then I'll be done. Yeah, but then that was like a week later they added the infamy. And I'm like, all right. And they're still adding new new songs, new stages. So it's like, all right, you know what? You've still got my, you've still got your hooks in me. So Speaking of like new songs and stuff, like FTL updated this morning. Ooh. Like, are, were you an FTL fan? I can't remember. I, pl- I liked what I played. Okay, like any interest in checking out the update? It was free. If you like, if you have it on PC, it's a free update. I I probably will. So, it's on iPad. It's ten bucks, which I didn't pick up that one because I have the PC one, mm-hmm. and I like having the mouse. But we'll see what I do. Um. So I guess what I played then. Yeah. Um. I finished Professor Layton uh, last night. Real mixed feelings on it. I'm in the middle of writing my review right now. Okay. Um, so I'll probably, well, actually tomorrow night I'm going to Captain America IMAX 3D opening night with some guys from work. Um, so I'm not actually 100% sure when I will finish that review, but, um, it was just, that game was just kind of a bummer, especially when I started noticing there's a lot of repeat puzzles and like, it just kept happening and I'm like, oh, come on, another reason to just kind of be down on this game. Repeat puzzles and they've been in previous games or just they've like, it's another different version of a puzzle that was in the game earlier. The latter, like it'll be like, let's say the name of the puzzle is like cross the river. And then you get to cross the river too. To be fair, the original Layton had a lot of that too. I, it, I would not say it had a lot of it. I would say it had a, some of it. This one has the most I've seen in a Layton game of that. Hmm. Like there was a solid chunk where all I was getting was like, I'd go to an area I'd see like a new puzzle and then the next four were like repeats of the two or whatever. Like I'd like I'd go to a town, I'd see like three new puzzles, and then the next six after that were like 
a, a double or a triple of one of the first three. So that was just kind of a bummer, kind of a bummer section. I will say, though, like, you know, you finish it up. There's some cool twists at the end that I did not see coming. So I guess, you know, the story picks up a bit because for the most part, like I mentioned before, you don't have that overarching mystery so there isn't really that engaging of a plot going on. It's more of just kind of, hey, we're going to go on a traveling adventure to find items. It's like, oh, all right. That's not unique. <laughs> but um, at the very end, when because this is like, even though it's like basically the episode three for Star Wars in terms of how it fits in with everything else. You know, mm -hmm. it's the end of a trilogy, but it's a prequel trilogy. It even ends on, on basically showing the opening scene of Professor Layton 1. Oh. And it's just kind of everyone saying, like, goodbye and stuff. Because this is basically the last Leighton game, not including Leighton Cross uh, Ace Attorney. Yeah. So there's even though I was like, this game's not really good, I definitely got to a point where I'm like, I'm really bummed out that this is the end of Professor Leighton. And then, yeah, adding the entire first cutscene from the first game, it was just like... Man, this game was this series. I love it so much. Love you, love you so much, Press Layton. So now, what you're saying is, now that you've seen the first cutscene, you have to start the first game again and just keep repeating. A <laughs> yeah, it just goes in a circle and a, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of a nice addition because you obviously you know well. It's like well, he's gonna have you know three more games of adventures, and they just kind of remind you like the very first thing. It's like hey, remember this when they were driving through that little meadow in the car? And they got that letter, and it's like oh, I do remember that. And then, they're, and and then, then they're you started crying. That. And it's like, oh man, this is my favorite game, Presley. So I'm going to solve all puzzles with you, Luke and Layton. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so, you know, it has kind of a, a, sweet, a sweet ending. But for the most part, I wasn't really feeling that game, which was a bummer to That's be. That's a shame. So, I'm kind, so I kind of left the game feeling like, you know, I'm kind of glad it's over. One, I have other stuff to play. Two, I didn't have the best time with it. And the you know the other half of me was that's kind of a bummer that it's over. I'm so glad that Professor Layton Ace Attorney's coming out because it means there's more Layton in my future. When is that coming out? I heard it actually <clears throat> might have finally made it to the UK. Yeah, I think it was. I want to say it's sometime this year, but I'm not 100 percent sure because we've been getting more and more. Oh, actually, I was gonna say, were we getting trailers in like Nintendo Directs for it recently, or no? No, I don't believe so. No, okay, that must have been just normal Professor Layton then. But I want to say it's got to be soon because it's. Yeah, actually, that came out in PAL in Australia in March 28th and March 29th, so they just got it at like, less than a week ago. Okay, so you know it's been translated. And so yeah, go. we're the only area that has not received it yet, and there's no set date on uh, on Wikipedia. It just says 2014. Who knows? But uh, I'll definitely want to play that. So, uh, someone in the chat is saying there is a Layton Seven, but it looks super different. I don't know what this is. I'm not sure. Layton Seven. Oh yeah, it looks like it looks like Tiny Town, or whatever their thing was. I don't know. The, I'll the look one in the that third or fourth on. game. Uh, the one in the fourth game. Yeah, that was kind of like a you know, an eight bit animal crossing with latent characters or whatever. Mm. Anyway, um, I would like there to be more standard professor latent games. Maybe they should take some more time off and kind of rethink about just the writing and whatnot and just how to really bring, bring some life into that game. But yeah, anyway, uh, I also played a bit more tropical freeze. 
What do you think? Uh, Where are you at now? Because you were at World 3 last time. Right. I actually just played like the tiniest bit, and it was mainly a couple levels in World 3, and then I went back to World 1 to try and find some uh, secret exits to find a silhouette stage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I found one secret exit, and it didn't lead me to a silhouette stage. (laughs) So I'm still looking. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I didn't really put much of that. Mainly this week was uh, just finish Professor Layton. Um, and I did play the first, uh, the intro section of Infamous Second Son. Ooh. Uh, so that's only about 30 minutes or so. It's basically, if anyone has played it, it's to the point where you do your first, like, good or bad choice. Um, which, you know, there's a bit of running. Like, first thing, first thing I felt with that game is, man, that game is pretty. That game looks I, I've been hearing so, stories so nice. of how good that game looks. Yeah. Second thing that I've been thinking about quite a bit is um, the main character is Native American, which I thought, oh, that's pretty unique. Like, I know we had Assassin's Creed 3, but apart from that, there's, like, never any Native American game characters. Uh, So that was just kind of cool to see. Um, And then the third is as soon as I did, like, my first, like, jump, like, just jumping around, I was like, oh, this is an infamous game. This feels exactly like infamous jumping. You know, it's kind of floaty. He does that, like, spread knee kind of jump in the air. Like, he's kind of crouched in the air and stuff. And handles quite a bit, like, infamous so far. But, again, I've only played 30 minutes. You know, you get your smoke powers, which basically... I think I have to just hit circle when I'm going towards something. And I'll just phase through anything that's in front of me. Cool. Which is totally awesome. Yeah, you get in a fight where you're kind of... You're half fighting the guy, half chasing him. And he'll be, like, across the room. And it's like, doesn't even matter. I'm just going to phase through this car and the fence. And I'm going to be right in his face and start hitting him with this chain it's it's pretty cool i'll definitely say that um but yeah i haven't played too much with it yet i definitely want to get into it more it's just kind of it's always in the back because i have other games i need to be reviewing right now Mm -hmm. but i want to play more of it so we'll see what happens this weekend um but yeah i mean i enjoyed a little bit of of it that i played and actually that's all i played except for our Uh, our failed attempt at playing killer instinct Oh yeah, we definitely tried that, and we could not connect. And we think it's a Killer Instinct issue, and not I'm us. Not, I'm not sure. See, I I thought that might have been the case, so I went online and played a random match later, or right after. And it was fine. Yeah, perfectly fine. No lag oh, or anything. Well, what was the issues we were having? We just it it would near the end, it just wouldn't let us connect. Yeah. But we at the beginning we were connecting, and we thought, oh my internet's too slow, so you should host, and that got us into a game. But then it just disconnected us. Yeah, in the middle of the match, so. just kept disconnecting nonstop. We couldn't, we couldn't even get like one health bar gone. Right, but I guess if you were able to play with someone else, it's got to be me. Then I'm the problem. I knew it. I knew you were Which right. is weird, because like you know, I am running wireless, so I could see that being the issue. But like, I played the Titanfall beta a number of matches, never got disconnected. I mean, keep so. in mind if that was the beta, like that was not as many people on that, so you never know. But we were playing a solo game, one-on-one. I guess, that's true. I don't know. Killer, <laughs> Killer Instinct servers might have been messed. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I guess speaking quickly of Killer Instinct, uh, they announced, I guess it would have been last week. Um, the final character for the first season. No, I wasn't going to say that, but let's just, you know, we're done anyway, so let's just say news. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say uh, that um, Iron Galaxies is doing season two of killer instinct iron galaxies iron galaxies the developers of dive kick and wrecketeer that's who i thought you said but they haven't done much yeah. well they did dive kick actually 
the thing with Iron Galaxies is they're more of like a porting studio. They do a ton of games and they port them onto different platforms and whatnot. Yeah, wow. So they have their hands in a lot of pots, actually. But in terms of games that they developed in-house, I think it's just like Reketeer and Dive Kick. Which, hey, you love Dive Kick. I do love Dive Kick, yeah. Yeah, so it's just kind of... Because it was originally Double Helix, but they got bought by Amazon Game Studios, right? Or Amazon bought them. Yep. So I guess... One thing that I just find kind of interesting is seasons to a fighting game franchise. Well, I mean, keep in mind, this was, like, Microsoft's whole test of, like, well, if you want to just play the game casually, you have, like, one free character and you don't have to pay for the game, but then it's, like, buy it per... It's a, a, the idea of customizing your own fighting game based on who you want or don't want. Right, right. That's that's still different from what I would consider a season of a fighting game would be. I guess, it's true. As, like... Especially with a new developer working on the second season, that just opens up even more possibilities of what a season could mean for a fighting game. <coughs> like, obviously, they'll probably do new characters. Yeah. Um, but, like, will they do fundamental, like, game changes, like mechanics and whatnot? You know, stats or whatever? I think that would be the idea, would be, like, balancing everything like that. Balance but... issues and whatnot, yeah. But anyways, yeah, Iron Galaxy's doing the next of that so that's that's definitely interesting we'll see if there's any dive kick characters to get in there i doubt it they'd be like in there as a nod <clears throat> at best because out of the, out of uh, the eight characters that have been announced or are already out for killer instinct only one's original everyone else was already on a previous killer instinct game right but that could have just been season one or that you know they could put just one dive kick character in there like it's just you know that's we put that in there like it's i don't know i i could see it happening i could see it happening uh other news i put down here quick one there's a new video game themed story bundle up on storybundle.com so if you guys like books about video games um go check those out uh there seems to be some cool ones one's about minecraft you you played minecraft this week so they go topical that doesn't mean i like the story of it I'm just there's not there's not even that much story to Minecraft. Like it's just at the end once you defeat the final boss. Right. I'm assuming the book is kind of how Minecraft was like formed and Notch, which I think that would be an interesting story since he's like the man now. Yeah. There's a book about Earthbound, so they go. You like Earthbound? Ooh, okay, that might be a good read. Yeah. So anyway, there's one on Portal 2. Anyway, so if you guys like books on video games, the Video Game Bundle 3.0 is up on Story Bundle. I would probably recommend that. I bought one of their bun- Story bun- Game Bundles before in order to get the... Uh... What book was it? I wanted the Spec Ops book, and that was part of it. So. All right. Okay, so you're already familiar with it, so you can vouch for them? The, like the Story Bundle, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's similar to the Humble Bundle. You pay what you want, and you just get stories and whatnot, and... You know, I don't. I really don't. I don't know if there's much to vouch for. You know, if you like paying what you want for digital copies of books, there you go. Um, probably the biggest news I saw this week was Amazon Fire TV being announced and on sale now. Oh, really? Did they, you see they this? pulled a Sega Saturn. Holy shit! Is what is that like? We announced it and sell it on the same day. Yeah. The, okay, he, I'd say that's more of an Apple thing. I guess. Um, but hey, it's, keeping it's it video more game recent. Themed, it's more recent. <laughs> it's, um, a tiny, it's a tiny bit. 
So yeah, Amazon announces the Kindle, not the Kindle. Well, Amazon does own the Kindle. Hey, news, Amazon owns Kindle. Uh, Amazon announced uh, Fire TV, which is a streaming box, you know, much like the Roku, but it can also play some games, which is the interesting part. Mm-hmm. Um, they even have a controller for it. So it's not just the case where it's just playing iOS or Android games? Correct. Um, because the, like the walking dead and the wolf among us are on their way there what yeah like it can play games um the controller have you seen it like are you looking at this article at all? i'm looking at the article right now yeah the controller i think it looks kind of like a wii u pro controller it looks like a mix between that and i almost want to say the ouya Kind of. Well, I was gonna. What? No, the Ouya has like the screen. That's the thing with the screen. Or like, the what? Okay, the button layout is it's an Xbox controller, obviously, mm-hmm. with the analog sticks, and even like the four little bumps in the analog sticks, like it is an Xbox controller. But I think just with the whole like flat surface. That's where I got like the Pro controller. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Thoughts from? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I still, those are forty I still bucks. Vibes looking at it. So. I've already heard people saying, or people. I've heard Jeff Gersman saying it doesn't feel that great, but it's not as bad as the Ouya. Fair enough. I mean that that was a pretty <laughs> low bar to try to beat. So uh, the stream box is a uh, hundred bucks. The controllers are forty, uh, but I believe it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't come with a controller, so you have to get an additional. So one forty for everything. Um, buying it also gets you ten dollars in credit. A free month of, I should say credit for on Amazon, a free month of Amazon Instant Streaming and Netflix, as well as a copy of Sev Zero, which, from what I learned reading this article, is Amazon Game Studios has apparently been making games for years, and this is one of their games. Hmm. Is a uh, third-person sci-fi shooter with tire, tower defense mechanics called Sev Zero. So you get a bundled-in bundled in game um the list of like when they were announcing this there was a list of uh developers mentioned on stage the list was electronic arts disney gameloft ubisoft telltale mojang uh 2k games sega and double fine and uh they've already shown minecraft is gonna be on it monsters university which i don't know what game that would be because that's a movie yeah uh the game of life I assume the board sounds, game. That's a which is a board game, so that's probably going to be just a crappy board game version of it. The Walking Dead, NBA Two K Fourteen, Asphalt Eight, which I think is one of those weird iOS racing games. Yeah, it used to be on the Game Boy Advance <clears throat> and the DS, and then it moved over to mobile and handheld. Riptide GP Two, whatever that is, and Despicable Me Minion Rush. Which sounds like garbage. <laughs> but anyway, you know, Walking Dead, uh, NBK, NBA 2K14, you know, that could be like an iOS version of that. But either way, Walking Dead is a real game. We know that that is a game to listen to. And they mentioned Double Fine. There you go. Right? So games are actually coming to it. And like I said, yeah, you can already order one and get it now. It's for sale on a. I should say, and Minecraft is a game. Minecraft's probably a game you play it this week. Hmm. <coughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's kind of a crazy move, but I can't be too shocked. I mean, we knew that they were going to do something game related because they bought Double Helix. So, right, they bought Double Helix, which uh, I don't. 
I'm sure Devil Helix is working on something for them, but they did it so recently, the purchase, that we're not probably not going to hear about anything for a while. But it's just kind of interesting to see that Amazon is really looking into video games. So that's that's that. Uh, last thing of news I saw was that Amy... Oh, sorry. Actually, before we move on, one update I saw in the article was that Amazon Game Studios has hired Portal designer Kim Swift and Far Cry 2 designer Clint Hawking. So now they have some serious names working there. Weird choices, but I mean, like, yeah. I don't know how to feel about this, honestly. Too bad Nathan's not here, because he's, you know, the Far Cry 2 guy. Yeah. But from what I understand, Clint Hawking was, like, the lead designer on that game. So So Nathan's probably all like, oh, yeah. Like that. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. He's just listening but, uh, to this podcast right now and goes like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, keep, there was a point where Nathan wanted an ooyah. Oh, right. Just because of he, weird stuff. What did he want that ooyah for exactly? I don't even remember. I think he was just like, hey, it's, it's, you know, it's for you know free the games. It's for indie games. I love indie games. And then the ooyah turned out to be like kind of garbagey. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, that's the thing. Uh, the last thing I was going to say is Amy Hennig, the main... Uh, person behind uh the uncharted series the main writer there has now it or is now working for uh i didn't put the right link in there nope. now that i look at it <laughs> uh she's now working for visceral games with ea working on their new star wars game oh right the one that's supposed to be using frostbite proper right so i'm gonna put the actual link in there in case you want to see it there you go uh, so yeah, like I said, you know, lead creative director um, from the Uncharted series, she just left. It was kind of a big thing that happened recently. They were like, why did she leave? You know, Uncharted 4 was being worked on. Uh, yeah, she got picked up. Uh, Visceral Games. Apparently she worked at EA before, like 29 years ago or something. So that's kind of a weird thing. She's kind of an older lady. So that's how 29 years works. Mm. And uh, anyway, yes, she's uh, working on the Star Wars game. So... I don't know. That's that that makes me in because I don't care about Star Wars. I do care about Uncharted. I am now more interested in this Star Wars game. So you think the writing on this this Star Wars game should be pretty solid, basically? Uh, I definitely would say they're better. I wouldn't say the writing in Uncharted games is like solid, mm. but I'm saying those games have been fun, kind of like a roller coaster. Those games are basically a roller coaster, and. I didn't play the Force Unleashed two, or the Old Republic. I don't really care about Star Wars games. Now I'm like my interest level has like gone from like here to like about like there. Ooh, that's a that's a big jump. It's it's a it's a moderate jump, but like we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> uh, that's all I found for news. This is a fast moving podcast because ah. Nathan's not here to talk forever. Now we, now <laughs> no, now that you put it that way. Now we yeah. know why these are usually long podcasts. Right. Um, but it's okay because you guys sent in a ton of questions. You know, we should just do extra question round to fill up that time. Um, I don't know. We got a lot of questions here as it is. We do. If anyone has more, throw them in the chat and we might pick some out. But let's uh, let's move on to the Let's questions. read some emails. I really got to get that away. All right. Let's just, I guess let's just go back and forth. All right. I got this first one. Um, Andrew writes in. This is actually friend of the show, Andrew. Nathan's friend. Too bad he's not here. Are any of you guys playing Elder Scrolls Online? Any thoughts if you are? No, and it really hasn't grabbed my interest. But, I mean, I'm also one of the, like, the only one out of the three that hasn't played, like, 
the Elder Scroll games proper, and doesn't um, have any real. I haven't played it. any Elder Scrolls game ever. What? I thought you played it like at least uh, Oblivion. No, I think you're thinking of Nathan again. What? Like He's I, the Elder I, I know Nathan game. was for sure, but I thought for sure you had played one of them as well. No, I own Elder Scrolls Oblivion because I think I bought it for a dollar somewhere. I think Blockbuster was selling it for a dollar. I don't know why. Weird. I don't know. I thought for sure you would play one of the Elder Scrolls. No, I own Oblivion. Fair enough. I have not played it. Um, so, unfortunately, Nathan would be the one to play it. However, he's not an MMO guy, so I doubt you're going to be getting any coverage of Elder Scrolls Online from the top-down perspective. <clears throat> yeah. Cause Before it... we go any further, top-down perspective at gmail.com is where you can send in questions. Mm-hmm. That's our email address. On Twitter, it's at TDP Podcast, and on Facebook, just search Top Down Perspective. What's the next question? <clears throat> next question comes to us from Corey. What do you guys think of the sudden spike in video game movies, including Sly Cooper, Minecraft, and The Last of Us? I wouldn't say it's sudden because there's always been plans to make movies based on video games for years. It's just now they're actually starting to look like they might be released. <clears throat> Because, like, there were talk for years that there would be a Need for Speed movie. That only just came out this year. There were talks about Metroid movies, Halo movies. They've been in, like, pre-production for years. They eventually fall through. World of Warcraft is being worked on. Same that, with Assassin's Creed. Yep. Those have been talk- Those have been known for years. Like, back when it was just, like, still the first Assassin's Creed game, there was talk about there being a movie. Um, in terms of, like, the three he lists, like, I'm only kind of interested in The Last of Us one because that one was already so, like, story-heavy and whatnot. I, I don't know what a Minecraft movie is. I, I assume... The only thing that comes to mind for that is a documentary that they were working on, but I think that already came out. Well, it what comes to mind is the Lego movie, mm. which I loved the Lego movie, but I just I have no connection to Minecraft. So, John, you played Minecraft this week. I don't know if we've mentioned that enough. No. Uh, how would you feel about a Minecraft movie? I I feel like it'd be funnier if it was just literally like screen capture of someone playing the game and then there was just like some narrative around it and this guy was just building a house and didn't care about the narrative. You could just see the things going on in the background around him. That doesn't sound like a movie that would be made. I'm just going to... I know, but right I there. think it would be funnier. <laughs> okay, well, I don't think I would spend money to go see that. Actually, I, I wouldn't either, but like Minecraft I said, it'd be on the funny. title and it made it to theaters, I'd probably see that just to be like, what's what is up with this weird thing? Um quick question that I saw in the chat. I'm trying to see who wrote it. Uh from Comet. Sean, now that you're finished all six Layton games, which one was your favorite? I feel like story wise, the first one had the best like reasoning for why you're doing all these puzzles. In every every sub every like following one, it was just kind of you do puzzles because this is a puzzle game. Like, come on, what do you like? It's a puzzle game. Um, however, I like the fourth one quite a bit because they added in uh, Little London. Um, it was just like two games in one, two games in one stone. There you go. What? Um. All right. Second question from Corey. Uh, also, with Nintendo going out of its way to make crossovers lately, uh, not that we've gotten any news on Fire Emblem Cross Shin Megami Tensei or Hyrule Warriors in a while, are there any crossovers you'd like to see or that you think uh, we're more likely to see in the future? <coughs> hmm. 
I think we'll probably get some more fighting game ones because those seem like they're kind of easier to do. I would like another uh, like Capcom versus SNK, which would really at this point just be Street Fighter versus King of Fighters, but I'd still be okay with that. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I think fighting games are the easier ones to do. Yeah, I mean, Street Fighter X Tekken, <coughs> or Cross Tekken, sorry, came out like a year or two ago, and supposedly Tekken Cross Street Fighter is still in development. I don't, I don't know if it's still in development. We haven't heard about anything from that game for like a year and a half. Uh, there were, Cap or Capcom, uh, Namco made a comment about it recently, saying, "Yeah, it's still in development." Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm. Oh, I don't know what. What would you see? You just want fighting? That's it. Well, I mean, like, I don't know really what else I'm looking for. Like, there's, there's games like Project Cross Zone that had a bunch of crossovers, and like that was okay. So like it really seems I could like go for like a Mario Kart cross like Smash Bros where it's just a kart racer with all the Nintendo game characters. So just Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, but just with like more people. Mario Kart but with more characters. I, mean, I, with I guess. more Nintendo characters. I I could see that doing really well. I don't think it's really that needed though, but that would I feel like that's going to be what they do with Mario Kart 9 cuz I feel like they're at a point where it's like, "All right, what do we do with Mario Kart now?" I feel like most of their IP IPs they've gotten to a point of what do we do now and they just repeat whatever was last done. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Mario Kart Eight is on its way. They've implemented a fart button. That's revolutionary. You are still upset about that, aren't you? That you got two screens and you used an entire screen for fart button. Well, you do at least know the fact that they're doing that two-player split-screen thing, right? One person uses the controller, the other person uses the entire TV. You know, I didn't know that. That's a good idea. I unfortunately will never d- use that. <laughs> it is irrelevant to my lifestyle. Fair enough. I'm just but that's staying. a good move. There you go. However, Mario Kart 8 is a sequel to uh, Mario Kart Wii, which is the worst Mario Kart. I liked Wii. I don't know what you're going on about. Uh, the only, th- they, the, the only I, thing I hated about Wii was the, the, the uh, versus mode because they fucked up the battle mode. Yeah, they totally screwed up the all the versus mode basically, and no, really, really just battle mode. <laughs> no, because didn't they set like play limits? Like you can only play three games because you you have to like set them up as tournaments or something. What? No, there was something you had to like. What set the up, hell like, are you going on to... about? Okay, you get. I don't know the. Oh, okay, I, I know what you're talking about. You're thinking because, like, after so many races, it goes to, like, the trophy screen and shows you, like, everyone's scores in, like, a Grand Prix style. And then you have to, like, reset it up. And by reset up, it means press the A button, like, five times. That's it. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows. Everyone has to, like, select their character again and just set up the whole thing again. You can also set that to be as many races as you want, and I think even Unlimited was an option. I don't think Unlimited was an option. If it wasn't, I I think 32 was. Also... 12 people on one track just made things stupid. Um, isn't that permanent now? Cause I think, no, I th- I'm pretty, seven, I'm pretty was... sure eight is back to 12. That's what I'm saying. It's a sequel to, it's a sequel to Wii. And I don't like Wii seven was back to like eight racers. And it was like, all right, this is manageable. There's some skill involved. It's not just three, two, one, oh, chaos, whatever. I don't know. I liked Wii. Uh, I didn't like the battle mode changes, but Seven fixed that, so hopefully they learned their lessons and kept that. It seems like they're leaning more heavily from Seven than they are on Wii on this one, though. So here's hoping. I think they're leaning more towards Wii, but I guess we'll find out 
in May. Um, what were we talking about? Crossovers? Crossover. I feel like Animal Crossing could crossover with something pretty nicely. Harvest Moon. Well, I'm saying crossover with something that's not the exact same game. Rune Factory. Arguably, though, Harvest Moon is a more like in-depth Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. so that would be a bit interesting. But like, I'm trying to think. Virtue's Last Reward. Virtue's Last Reward. I'm literally looking Which at means... games that are next to each other, and I see Animal Crossing next to Virtue's Last Reward. <laughs> Why is that? Those aren't. Why? Like, that's not alphabetical. No, it's it's just in random order. Okay. Gotta organize those games, man. Alright, what's the next question? Next question comes <coughs> to us from Andrew, who says, I know what we're what? I know what we all want to happen, but do you think Super Smash Bros. for Wii U or 3DS will live up to the hype and be super amazing? Better than Melee and Brawl, or do you think it'll flop? Uh, I don't think it'll flop. That's the one thing I'm like sure about at this point. Because uh, even though they have another team working on it, it's a team that's renowned for their fighting games. So I think they're safe in that aspect. I think calling it Smash Bros. means they're safe. That too. J- just in general. But I mean, like, Brawl did alienate some people with stuff like the tripping and that, so... Right, but I feel like everyone who is that upset about Brawl tripping is, like, the target audience for Smash Bros., and of course they'll buy it. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be better than Brawl. Whether or not it actually finally dethrones Melee is a different story. But, uh, no, I think I think it'll be good. I'm trying to think, like, is there even as much hype for this one as there was for the last one? And maybe it's just because I'm, I'm much more, like, less attached from it. Because, like, when Brawl was coming out, I was checking Smash Dojo, like, every morning. Learning some new stuff. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're trickling out info in this one a lot slower, so... Are they? Are they? Because I, I thought... Like, I haven't gone to Smash Dojo, but do they update every day still? Uh, there's a new screenshot of the game every day, and, like, sometimes the screenshot will give away something in the game. Like, recently, the last major update they had, I think, was introducing... Not Little Mac, it was a returning character. And it's just SmashBros.com, it's not Smash Dojo this time around. Oh, okay, I just went to Smash Dojo's, and that was not the right site. Oh, yeah, today's screenshot... Is Pikachu using its thunder attack? Yeah, and showing how that well it sucks. how well it chains together. Uh, yeah, the last thing they did was introduce Little Mac and then reintroduce <coughs> Diddy Kong. So every now and then they will okay. show off new tracks and they'll show like screenshots from both games. And so it seems like Smash Dojo is a lot less interesting than last time. Yeah, basically. But or, like, then again, you know, I'm su- I'm way less connected to it, so maybe I'm just not in the zeitgeist and not noticing that there's major hype. But I'm just not hearing a ton of people like super excited for this one. Whereas last time, you know, I was I was neck deep, you know, super excited for it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it'll do fine. The idea is that they're using <clears throat> Meverse, which is why it's all the screenshots. It's just they're submitting Meverse posts every day, and that's just kind of what's going on. And you get info from that. Like they're still like releasing stuff, like oh yeah, here's the new like assist trophy, like Waluigi or like Ashley and stuff like that. But there's no place like chronicling it all on one website like Smash Dojo was, so it's a little rougher around the edges. Right. Yeah. Because uh, like I, I want to, and maybe it's just like nostalgia glasses making things weird. But I seem to recall like the updates on Smash Dojo were usually like really cool. They were they were written like you could there was care put into writing them. Here it's just like a short blurb along with a screenshot. Right, like this was almost more than a screenshot. There was like you there was like a collection of screenshots about something new or cool happening, and I don't know. Maybe there's just like not 
because I want to say Brawl is pretty different mm-hmm. than Melee. Like they added so much to it, like you know, customized stages and stuff. Maybe there's just not as much of a leap forward. I don't know. I think they might just be they might have learned the lessons from Brawl. And like, all right, let's not like shoot the moon right off the bat. Let's just slowly like, trickle shoot it for up. the stars. Yeah. Right. Huh. Maybe. Maybe. Regardless, like we're both probably picking both of them up. Yeah. I'm assuming. Exactly. Yeah. So you know it's yeah that's a game that i don't know if i'm gonna play it i didn't play brawl for that long i, I don't i'll play this one for that long i played that's brawl a, a lot game. so odds are i'll be playing this one a lot there you go all right this next uh couple questions is from fruit puncher all right uh number one who do you recommend to get mario gold does that mean anything to you? No. It may be my first one in the series, but I want to know who the game appeals to. Uh, what is Mario Gold? Is that a I thing? assume that's a typo and that's supposed to be Mario Golf because D and F are next to each other. All right, Mario Golf. I thought it was some like underground internet Mario game that you would know and I wouldn't. No. Let's assume, you know, I'm pretty sure the guys in the chat... But let's assume it's Mario Golf. Who do you recommend? But I don't understand. I don't even understand the question. Who do you recommend to get Mario Golf? I, I assume it's like uh, it might be more like, do you recommend getting Mario Golf? It might be my first one in the series, but I want to know to whom that game appeals, plus pro and cons of the series. Okay, let's assume it's that, and we didn't just make up a question. All right. Well, if not, then we also <laughs> made a good question. So. Uh, All right. Well, they brought back the RPG mode, which is an interesting thing. So it's like you can like level up and customize a golfer that way. Uh, if you like golf games, like the core, the caveat here is, do you like golf games? Because if you don't, then I would say no, don't get it. But it's like a solid golf game with Mario like charm to it. Like some of the maps will have like power ups that can be activated or just like themes that you'll really enjoy. But there's still power shots and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it is a golf game. Like. If you played Mario Tennis, you played it because it was a fast-paced tennis game. This is just, I guess, for lack of a better term, a fast-paced golf game. This is probably going to be my first Mario Golf game. Mm-hmm. Nathan was talking about mini golf. Yeah, That sounds awesome. Is that in this game? Uh, that was in the original one, the N64 one. And it has not been back thought, since. And thought, let's stop doing good ideas. Apparently. Oh, I man, it hasn't been in any other Mario Golf since, so I hope it comes back. But odds are, if they haven't brought it back at this point, they probably won't. Is this still the Golden Sun people? Yes, this is Camelot. Sweet. They also did the Mario Golden Tennis Sun game that came out awesome. last year. I didn't pick wait, last year. Pretty sure that was a twenty two years ago. The three DS one. Oh shit! You're right. That is two years ago. Sorry. Yeah, because I remember that coming out close to the like a few months after the launch. So. Yes, everyone in the chat is saying it's uh, Mario Golf. <laughs> uh, second question. About the range of layoffs from Sony's multiple studios, Microsoft, Disney, Rational, and Molten Games, has this happened before where there are lots of layoffs for different companies in the span of a short period? Yes, all the time. <clears throat> I want to say like every week we hear about layoffs somewhere. Um, it definitely does seem like the game industry is... Uh, pretty like close knit because whenever there's like a huge layoff from a studio like a bigger studio there'll be like just job forums and job sites and google docs just being like hey we're hiring hey we're hiring 
right? Like I think um, what was the most recent one? Irrational, when it kind of just closed everything. I remember tons because I follow a bunch of people from Harmonics. They were just like, "Send me an email. We're hiring people." Weird. Um. So it seems you know the game industry definitely tries to help collect and maintain their talent, as we just saw with uh, Amy Hennig. It, you know at Visceral. You know she left. What, what was that like two weeks ago? Roughly, so, yeah, two or three weeks yeah. ago, and she's already got so like was, another high place she's working at. Exactly, you know, creative director on a Star Wars game, like, you know, go follow the money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I want to say I want to say that definitely happens all all the time. Um, just you know, some are louder than others depending on how big the studio is, but yeah, and it, it's yep. more it's more and more common now with the fact that uh, AAA game development is so expensive. And like games need to right. sell like a crazy amount to become profitable. Like remember when Tomb Raider sold like what was it, two million, and they said that wasn't profitable, oh, so it was a it failure. It was four million, and they said that was a failure. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so like it, that's crazy. So th- that just goes to show we, how crazy it is now. Yeah, I think what we are seeing a lot more of these days is people leaving of their own will to start their own companies. Mm. Um, like, you know, um, Igarashi from Konami, the Castlevania guy, just did that. Um, I believe Cliff Blazinski is currently doing that. Uh, Ken Levine's doing that. Or I guess he didn't leave to do his own company. He just decided, I want to do smaller stuff. And then got rid but of most were... of his company. <laughs> and then the company kind of, they just closed it down to him hang on to Ken Levine and whatnot. Um uh, the main writers, you know, uh, Campo Santo Games is a thing. The main writers from the original Walking Dead series are doing that. So I feel like that's happening a lot more. Um, just people leaving from a volunteer basis to do their own thing, which, you know, that's why there's not going to be tons of space at PAX East because it's all there's all these new companies. <laughs> there you go. So. And last question John, did you complete D's journal 100%? He's talking about Bravely Default. Yep. One of the characters has a journal. Did you do 100% of his journal? I, I assume you mean, like, items, enemies, and all the abilities. I got all the items. I fought all the enemies. Uh, I didn't bother getting all the vampire skills, and I didn't bother getting all the different combinations with the uh, the salve maker because I at that point I kind of stopped caring. But everything else in the journal is complete. Items enemies and as far as I'm aware of locations and side stories and, and summons I guess too right just trying to look through the chat see if you got any more questions but I think most of them are like lost up in the top anyway what's the next question we got all of Twitter to go through next question is from Matt who says have you guys seen the Mario Kart 8 trailer that came out today if so what do you think about it did you watch it? Yep. Yeah, I watched it just before the show. That game looks I liked really that they good. Showed, I liked that they showed Rainbow Road because that's always one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, supposedly. Just because of how I, yeah, and like the, the song was a remix of the N64 one. I don't know if the track itself was a remix of that one as well or not. Some people said it was. Isn't it always like the same song, just kind of remixed? Uh, there are like different aspects to it all the time, but. This was this one same, this like, one leaned a lot heavier on the N sixty four one, so it's possible that it's the track might have been the actual N sixty four Rainbow Road redone. But the only thing I can really remember from that is there's like 
there's kind there's some hills there's that one part where you can jump off of it and if you land on the other part of the track you skipped half the track mm. and then there's just like fireworks or like star versions of characters off in the distance which was happening like on that video oh was it yeah okay i didn't notice that like there were like fireworks going like, off that's like the, the one like defining peach. factor is there i want to say they've done that multiple times though just had stuff in the background like fireworks but like stars. of the characters i mean yeah is that not like normal now i don't know i guess i haven't been paying enough attention i didn't i didn't watch well, carefully enough to know whether or not it was the, it was the, if that was the updated track or just the normal one when it comes down to it there's four things i know about mario kart mm-hmm. one block fort is the best multiplayer track <laughs> two why aren't they doing a sequel to double dash that was the best mario kart it was also one of the lowest rated i'm telling you man like it, it was it's in that gamecube era where if they announce a sequel to something from that everyone will lose their mind and it'll be like it was the best thing in the world three the fart button sucks that's that's just an the optional fourth, thing they put in because it's fourth, the fucking top-down map usually the fourth thing i know about mario kart is that mario kart wii is garbage <laughs> Those are the four things you gotta just keep in mind when you're thinking about Mario Kart, and everything will come with Um Yeah, no, I thought that trailer was cool. Um, Rainbow Road is cool. It looks like there's another like traffic level, which yeah. that, that was cool. Like, I never liked the traffic levels. Oh, just weaving in and out of traffic. That's what I like. There was a traffic level in Double Dash. Uh, next question. The Juker writes, now that April Fools has passed, what were some of your favorite April Fools pranks that you saw? I honestly did not really look online at April Fools pranks, so Yeah, neither did I. I, I saw the um Google Maps Pokemon thing. I don't know if that was April Fools related because it came out the day before. It, it was April it, it was did. April Fools related and supposedly it stopped on the second. Okay. Did you do any of that? Should we, we should talk about that. I, I didn't do it. My friend did. He caught all 150 Pokemon that were in it. Right. I remember Nathan doing quite a bit of it. I just don't... I don't know. That's like I feel like the target audience for, I guess, that is not me. I just I could not care less about that. Mm. However, I'm glad they did something just kind of super weird. Like that's, that's super weird and silly. So that's cool that that exists. I guess that's my favorite if it's April Fool's related. But I didn't do any of it. Um. But yeah, you know, you know, search up the Eiffel Tower, and there's a Pokemon there. Nice, Nathan. Which, was tweeting which, about which one Pidgeys was it? Or something. I don't know. I don't know. Pe- a, was it I'm Pikachu? Just, in fact, I could have even lied. I just assumed there's a Pokemon at the Eiffel Tower. It was probably a Bulbasaur. I have no idea. I think Nathan said Jerusalem had a Pidgey, and that was upsetting to him for some reason. What's the next question? Next question comes to us from Allison. Asking, what's the worst April Fool's prank that happened to you? I had to go to school or work on a specific day that was April Fool's. That was it. So you haven't had any like pranks against yourself? Uh, nothing April Fool's related. And anything that happened in the past ended with me punching someone in the face. So... 
that stopped pretty fast too. Uh, I just uh, quick mention the chats remind rem, reminding me that on April Fool's Homestar Runner updated. Yeah. Oh right, that wasn't really a That's prank, but that was pretty good. That cartoon. Yeah, was it wasn't good. a prank. It it didn't have anything to do with April Fool's. From what I understand, they just they updated. Um. So that is definitely pretty funny. <coughs> um, worst prank. I guess I haven't had any bad ones. I remember though when I was in, back when I was in university. And living in the dorms, I woke up and just, like, the common room's couch was in the bathroom. Um, and that was more just kind of like a, like, um, you know, I'm kind of half asleep, just like, uh, oh yeah, it's April Fool's. <sighs> and, um, all but one of the showers had condoms on the, the nozzle. And I guess someone had like turned the shower head on for a bit because it was just this like big hanging like teardrop shaped thing. But, it, you know, it was containing the water. Yeah. So it was just like, uh, well, at least one of these is usable. It was just more of just like mild annoyance at it. But yeah, just kind of yeah. seeing half, you know, couch on its side. Like I, I usually made it a point, <clears throat> especially in university, to avoid any social interaction on April Fool's Day. That's At least till I knew it was best. safe. Yeah. Right, right. Unless someone does something super clever, I'm just kind of annoyed with it. Like, just stop. But which I feel like that's the same with the internet now. Like before, it used to be like all the major news sites they got to announce the April Fool's news, and then it kind of turned into like, you know, do we do it seriously or do we do an obvious joke one? I think and I... people were like, here, here's the best April Fool's roundup, and it's now it's just kind of like people tweeting can we just not go on the internet on april 1st yeah i think one of my favorite ones was bbc posted an article saying the world blew up and that the writer was writing the article from the afterlife and that's all it was it was like three sentences that sounds like an onion news report it it wasn't it was legit it was actually pretty funny that they did it all right and that was just bbc yeah cool uh, the second question comes in from Allison as well. Do you think Mario Kart 8 and Smash Bros. will save the Wii U? Yeah. No. Whoa. All right. Well, okay, let's put it this way. It won't save it, but it'll definitely, like, probably double sales on that system. Because... I don't even think that would, that's the case. Mario Kart sold a lot of Wiis. It was, like, one of the highest rated core games or highest selling core games for the Wii. that's 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 true mario kart sold a ton but i feel like i don't know if mario now i'm just i'm just spitballing i don't know if mario kart sold systems or if it was more just people bought the system because you know Wii sports and i'm a grandma and then people were like, oh, I hear Mario Kart is just kind of silly fun. And look, it comes with a wheel. And, you know, I loved swinging my fake tennis racket. Now I can steer my fake steering wheel. Mario Kart Wii sold 35 million copies. I think your plan's not quite right. I, I, I don't think Mario Kart Wii was a system seller. I think it was. <clears throat> really? It definitely sold a lot of Wii's. I was working retail at that time, and we sold a ton of Wii's and a ton of copies. People of that bought game. Wii's just for Mario Kart, really. Yes, like this is shocking to me. I don't. Okay, I don't. A see lot that of people bought seller. 3DS's because of Mario Kart Seven. I just, 
I, I just must not be like this. I, you know, I even feel like I am in the target audience about in for Mario Kart. I just listed off the four most important rules of Mario Kart. I know it. Okay, I know those by heart. The and the second just, highest selling Wii or 3DS game is Mario Kart Seven as well. So there is a trend there. What's the first highest? Do you really need to ask? Is it 3D Land? Pokemon. Oh, okay. I was thinking, is it 3D Land or Pokemon? But I thought, yeah, that's 3, yeah, 3D no. Land is third. <clears throat> okay. Is is it one specific Pokemon or is it just both? Ah, uh, they're combined. Okay. And uh, I guess I, I don't know. For some reason, I just can't stomach the idea that Mario Kart is a system seller. I don't understand why. It's, like everyone loves like, Mario just, Kart. It's not even like it's. Just, uh, it's not even like that deep a game. Like, who needs a system for Mario Kart? It's just kind of silly fun. Like, Pokemon is a system seller. That is a sophisticated piece of software for scholars and gentlemen. But like, really? <laughs> um, I, that's crazy. Okay, so you're all right. Let's challenge you're saying what's your statement for the wii you're saying it saves it or you're saying it doubles the sales that's what you're saying i'm gonna say yeah like it doubles sales it increases sales a ton so you're saying from like okay i'll give you like one month sales for mario kart Mm -hmm. is that fair do you think it doubles okay are we saying are we saying doubles as in like it goes from the install base of like 9 million to 18 million or I'm just saying like the monthly sales of the console go up go double okay so you're saying the difference is doubles entirely or you're saying on average it beats the monthly sales on average it beats the monthly sales it it doubles the monthly sales I could see that happening yeah but I, I think that's fundamentally different than doubling everything well because and nowhere near okay well let's put it this way how many Wii U's have been sold I, I don't know. No one emailed us in with that info. I'm looking it up. <laughs> um, okay. Like, I'd even go as far to say, like, what are Smash Bros. comes out this summer, right? They haven't set a solid date yet. Okay, it's, all they so said is 2014. Then it's probably this fall. Well, I don't know. What, when did Brawl come out? Wasn't that August? I think it was earlier than that. I can double check. I've got the list open here sure like i'm even thinking like from the time that was march Mar- march wow okay i was way off hmm because i don't even think both of them would double the install base well, i'm trying to figure out how many units they've moved in total here because like they 3.06 million units 1.5 million <coughs> units over the holiday season last year it's, so that probably means the install base is around Oh, here we go. Nintendo sold about 6 million Wii U systems as of the end of January. 6 million? Is that what you said? Or a billion? 6 million. So around 6 billion. Jesus Christ. They'd be, yeah. (laughs) 5.86 million, it says. News story. Most of the world has a Wii U. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, to see that jump from 6 million to 12 in one month is impossible. But to say that the monthly... That's not... Yeah, well... I don't know if, like, if we look at back at Mario Kart Wii, you're saying it sold 35 million and it was a system seller. Yeah, but that's you know, also six million. That also of came that out. 35, like that's you know a seventh of it. Let's keep this in mind for Mario Kart Wii though. This came out in '08, and they were still selling that system up until last year. So that's five years. 
that's true hmm. but it's all it's still a sixth of, of what we're saying in total I just, I just say at this point that the monthly sales for that system are going to go up for at least one month, if not two. Okay, you have completely changed Sorry, your doubled <laughs> in for one month or two months. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you went from, I think it saves it to, I think it'll go up. Like, yeah. I, st I stand by the double comment. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with, I think we use, will continue to use electricity when Mario Kart 8 comes out. Done and um, done. You know, I'm. I don't know. Yeah, only need six million. I like now. I'm starting to think that's doable. If if you're claiming Mario Kart Wii was that much in, of a system in seller. one month though, in one month six million. No, they, they can't. Actually, they can't. Yeah, no, they can't. Like, what was like the launch months for the the Xbox One and Four, PS Four hundred thousand. Yeah, I was nowhere near. You're right. I'm a crazy person who doesn't understand math. I, regardless, I don't think it saves the system. I don't really know what saving means at this point. Mm -hmm. These are arguably like the last two games, except unless there's like they announced Zelda at E3, then maybe that could do it. Um, I think Smash Bros has a better shot than, but Mario Kart Wii sold so much. That's the thing is Mario Kart Wii sold a like a dump truck amount yeah like things. if you want a comparison here like smash brothers by comparison sold 11.5 million yeah like not even a third Jeez, so if any like... if any game is gonna save the wii it's gonna be mario kart like but i but i feel like and you mean you're saying the wii u sorry wii u but i feel like so many of the people that bought it were the people that also bought like the Wii for the casual market reason, and those people did not return for the Wii U. It's true. Like, you know I, like I, mean? I don't know how well Wii U, like a Wii Fit U, has been doing, but I've heard it's not I, that good. It can't be anywhere near as good. Like, like my stepmom bought a Wii. I doubt she knows what a Wii U is, <sighs> right? So I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. It'll definitely be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be so weird. I think it's. I don't think it's going to do anywhere near as well as Mario Kart Wii for sure. It will definitely be the best-selling Wii U game. Like based <laughs> off of a wiki's numbers, which are a little outdated, admittedly, uh, the current best-selling Wii U game is New Super Mario Brothers U. So I could see that's that. not exactly yeah, a, a launch, hard target to break. Title. Yeah. 3, 3D World's currently just under 2 million. That's a bummer. Luigi so U is at 1.51 million. That, what? Oh, man. Yeah. That's okay. This list only has like six games on it. Uh, Wii Party U sold 1.24 million, and Wind Waker HD sold 1.15 million. See, the fact that Wii Party even was that low, and that one came with a controller. True. Like, like. I don't know. The Wii it's, U this, is not in a good spot. This is going to be the best year for it, though, so we'll see. Right. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, next question is from Anias. Would you guys ever cosplay at a con? If so, what would you cosplay as? I used to cosplay. You cosplay yeah, before. I used to cosplay a bunch. I just don't anymore. What, what were, what were, you used to cosplay as Dante. Did you do anything else? Uh, Rock Howard from King of Fighters and Mark of the Wolves. Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> SNK fighting game. Okay, 
I know King of Fighters, yeah. but uh, Callus from Bait and Kaitos, but Dante was usually my main character. Right. So, arguably, it's just kind of you get you get the, you get the trench coat and the wig, and it's kind of Dante, right? Well, I mean, yeah, like it, you don't usually <clears throat> find places to buy bright red trench coats, though. Right. I'm just saying, but like in terms of like this, like you don't have to do a ton. Like it's no. I'd say I'd that's ar- on the easier. I'd scale. argue. The only costume I had that was probably more complicated was Callus, and that's just because it's a really intricate, bizarre outfit. Uh, Dante okay. easily took the most work sh- out of all I, my you outfits. You know, I, re- I shouldn't even be commenting. I haven't cosplayed. Yeah. So I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I'd, I just, it just seems like a lot of effort. It is. I have to like... it, it's fun, but like, it used to be a lot of drama associated with it that I found, which is weird. So I was just like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this, and I just didn't have the time commitment to put into it. So, I'm also just not a huge person of like, hey, you guys want to take my picture? Or like, I don't like. It just seems like people want to take my picture, and I don't want to be photoed. You don't want to be photoed? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, if if a costume presented itself to me, mm-hmm. like someone made me a costume or bought me a costume or something, like somehow I came into a costume, uh, I would probably wear it if I, you know, if I if I felt I looked good in it. If it wasn't like a Wear this so you look like an idiot, kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um. All right, two more questions. You want to take the second last one? Sure. From Cody, has there ever been a time where you've played a game for a long time without knowing about a certain feature? For example, I got several hours into Dungeon Siege Three just wandering around until I found out I can press up on the D-pad to give me a guide to where I need to go. Uh, Braves at Fault, actually. I didn't know for the longest time you could just set everything to auto, which... I didn't know about auto either, and that took me a while, yeah. that's for sure. They don't, it took them a while to actually tell you about it, too, which made me sad, but once you figure that out, it just makes life easier. Um, when I was trying to think of stuff with this question, Nathan came to mind with his Virtue's Last Reward, not knowing you could just jump around the map. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> trying to think about anything for myself, though. I know there's gotta be some... nothing is coming to mind yeah I've had a couple cases of that too but nothing's really jumping out immediately the, the, but yeah the Bravely Default I hadn't thought about that that's definitely one that's for sure I have no idea yeah. last question I'm going to say the same thing uh, second one from Cody he wants to play 999 um, but, I, but should he play the iOS version or try to find a way to play the original uh, I've never really been into puzzle solving, but I know, but I want to know if the puzzles really add to the game. So we talked about this on our spoiler cast. For those who don't know, the iOS version of 999 is out. However, it is just a visual novel. There is no puzzle solving in it. Um, so they took out kind of all the game gameplay apart from like the choosing which path you want to take when. Um, and we were we were trying to decide whether we think it's worth it or not. And. Um, <coughs> Honestly, we're both curious how that would work because they, the puzzles, they they put a lot of story elements in it. Like you'll kind of do half a puzzle and then a person will just want to talk to you for like 20 minutes about just the most w- random topic that in the end you'll find had stuff to do with it. Um, we could only really come to the conclusion, I think, or maybe that I'm just remembering, one of them was kind of actually interesting in terms of what the puzzle you did was. The others were just kind of find your way out of this room um and they definitely get kind of annoying when you have to do like the starting puzzle again when you know 
Like, I know that the combination is in this briefcase, but in order to do that, I have to go over to his mirror so that he'll have an internal monologue about what's going on. Then I gotta go over to the pillowcase to find a key so that I can look underneath this thing. And it's just kind of like, I know how to do the puzzle, please just let me skip it, and you can't. Um, I haven't heard anything bad about the iOS game. I haven't really looked into it, though. So I think you're pretty safe going for it, the iOS. It's also a lot cheaper and easier to get. Like, what the iOS game is, what was what, like $10 or something like that? It's, it's somewhere around 5 to $10 whereas the DS copy will be about 20, 25-ish, and then you have to you know wait for shipping and whatnot. So um, one person in the chat is saying iOS. Um, <laughs> I would probably recommend iOS as well. I don't think you need the puzzles. There's only one puzzle I'd recommend you needing. And also the final puzzle kind of sucks, and I just looked up a fact anyway. So I think it would actually it would streamline that game a bit nicer when you go through it like multiple times because you have to. So I would probably recommend iOS. Fair enough. And once you do that, check out our spoiler cast. Once you've completed the entire story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After all that time. Uh, anyway, uh, once again, um, if people want to send in questions, it's top down perspective at gmail.com. It's uh Top Down Perspective on Facebook for the Facebook group, and Twitter is at TDP Podcast. John, what's your game of the week? <coughs> Ooh, tough choice. Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought about that. Um, my game of the week, you know, I was pretty down on Professor Layton, but I liked that ending. I thought you just so, said, well, I guess you said bittersweet, so. It was, it was pretty bittersweet. To be fair, I played 30 minutes of Infamous. And I played like three levels of Donkey Kong, mm. and we're comparing that against like a third of the Professor Layton games. Yes, it was pretty bittersweet, but just you know, this is my tribute to that ending to, to the Professor Layton series. Just that was you know showing you that first cutscene again was such a nice move. Kudos to Level Five. Um, that iOS Layton Brothers game is still bullshit. That's going to do it for this week. Shorter episode. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week. Probably pretty early next week. We have to talk about anything with a schedule. Um, and we'll get to talk to John right before PAX. We'll get your PAX East predictions, Ooh. what you're wanting to look into. Uh, I won't know because half the companies I expected to be there aren't going to be there. Well, you'll look up what's going to be there and what you want to play. Like, PAX 10's already been announced. Mm, that's true. So, you'll have to look some stuff up. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for watching live. If you want to watch us live, uh, YouTube is a video website that exists. We're the channel Top 10 Perspective on YouTube. No, we're – yes, we are, but it's you can't type that in the URL. You can also go to my, you can also go to my YouTube channel and find a direct link there too. So There you go, which if you're listening to this, you probably know what John's YouTube channel is. So there, there's so many ways to listen to us talk. We'll be back next week. <coughs> Apparently Sean won't because he's dying right now. <laughs> See you guys later.